Legal experts in Kamloops are hoping to launch a Kamloops Community Justice Court. The issue was brought to my attention following an interview that our newsroom did with Councillor Bill Sarai regarding petty crime happening in the streets and stores of Kamloops. He says it's his understanding this community court would be an annex of the court and would ensure those issues aren't tying up provincial courtrooms. Sarai said, quote, I know the petty crime is not big ticket items in the courtroom. It takes up a lot of time. An hour of court time is a big cost and with the sheriffs. I understand all of that, but I also understand the people who work for a living that if something gets stolen, a day's wage is gone for them and that item that they are not going to get back. Well, in regards to this community justice court, I had the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Ruby Dawn. She is an associate professor with the Faculty of Law at Thompson Rivers University, and she is a part of the team that is looking to get this court, this community court, off the ground. Thank you so much for for having me here, um, Jeff. And the Kamloops Community Justice Court is basically a specialized court um, that we're proposing. Um, it, in other jurisdictions, it can often be referred to as a mental health court. Um, we want the aim of the court would actually be to increase access to justice for people with mental health issues and those experiencing substance abuse issues. So the specialized court itself would have a multidisciplinary approach um, aimed at addressing the over-representation of people experiencing mental health and substance use issues in the criminal justice system to ensure that those individuals are being diverted from the criminal justice system. So it's basically like an alternative specialized court that would provide supports for individuals who are appearing before the court so that they can be diverted from the criminal justice system. So I guess what what other communities do you know of that kind of have something like this in place? And do you know if it is is effective? Are you aware of any other sort of similar models that you can kind of look at and and base this off of? Absolutely. So um, there there isn't specifically a mental health court here in BC, but there are specialized courts as we know. So for instance, there's the First Nations Court here in Kamloops, and there are other First Nations courts around BC. There's also the Vancouver Community Court, um, which also does address issues for people experiencing mental health and substance use issues. There's the Victoria Integrated Court. Um, and all of these courts offer a collaborative strategy to increase access to services and also to ensure that people are being diverted from the criminal justice system and they use more of a collaborative and specialized team of judges who are specifically trained in mental health and lawyers and healthcare providers um, and social workers and all different kind of stakeholders who basically ensure that there is a plan in place for the individual um, to participate and to ensure that they are connected to services within the community. So that can include employment, that can include access to housing, it can include access to care, access to mental health support. Um, so there's basically um, a collaborative strategy in place and, and the entire program would be voluntary. So the individual would have to ensure that um, they voluntarily want to participate in the program. And that would ensure that they are being kind of diverted from a regular criminal court system. There are approximately like 22 designated mental health courts 
um, around Canada. So those designated mental health courts are in provinces like Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Nova Scotia, Manitoba, New Brunswick. So from, from your knowledge of these other mental health courts that exist, I'm just curious how effective they are in actually helping individuals, because I know when I talk to you know some business owners here in Kamloops and even just general public who say the, there's clearly an issue here in our community in Kamloops with uh, people who have uh, you know mental health and addictions issues. They get arrested by police, they kind of uh, get arrested and, and then are almost released um, you know immediately the next day because there's just not a support system in place to help them deal with with their issues and and it's almost just like a revolving door right you're on the street you commit a crime you get arrested and nothing really ever changes and you just continue to go through that cycle so based on these other models that you are aware of you know is is this type of a system really effective in helping people to deal with their issues and not be stuck in this continued revolving door that's a really great question so we um as part of this proposal um i've actually been able to do approximately like 100 in-depth interviews kind of with key stakeholders who are involved with mental health courts and specialized courts, specifically in BC and also across Canada, to kind of address the those questions that you've been asking. So um, from what our research shows currently is that a lot of these courts have been quite successful in terms of being able to not only ensure like there are reduced barriers to discrimination and, and increased access to justice for people experiencing mental health and substance use issues, um, ensuring that they have connections between the mental health and the justice system so that they have those important supports in place, um, ensuring that participants actually have access to health care, legal and therapeutic outcomes. It really improves their quality of life by, as I mentioned, providing them so oftentimes with housing, improving their employment opportunities, really creating like this positive connection with participants and the community, which I think is really relevant and important for Kamloops and our surrounding area. Um, because we have so many uh, important like nonprofit organizations and organizations that are really committed to in, ex- basically increasing access to justice for people, with mental health issues and substance use issues, but also being able to provide them with support. Um, And so we've done a lot of consultation um, within Kamloops itself. So that includes about like 60 of those interviews were with key stakeholders within Kamloops and surrounding area. Um, And the final kind of goal, it seems, of these courts is to really be able to say that they can reduce recidivism. And there has been evidence of that. Um, coming from some more recent courts, um, for instance, the one in Edmonton, um, the one in Saskatoon and Regina. And so we've looked at other courts that have that are more recent and we've kind of been able to gather different statistics and so on. And also just mainly reducing the number of people um, with mental health and substance use issues who enter the criminal justice system and those who then some of those who also may have to have like hospital admission, so emergency kind of involuntary admission and experience coercion. So we're trying to have like a unique model um, based on all of our research and all the people, the various stakeholders that we've talked to. But obviously there's going to be a lot of like iterations of, of ensuring that it is being monitored appropriately and it is being implemented appropriately. 
Yeah, that that sounds like this is something that Kamloops could really, really use based on that answer you just gave. And it's something I know a lot of people would would really welcome, I think, here in this community. Uh, How is the process for setting something like this up? How does this work and, and how difficult is it to kind of move through the channels here? Well, currently where we're at is we've been putting together, um, and I think uh, I may have mentioned before that um, this project has been in collaboration with Michelle Sanford, who is a criminal lawyer um, here in Kamloops and works um, primarily in with people with mental health issues and substance use issues. Um, and she's also our venture for the Law Society of BC. And we've also been collaborating with Dr. Sinet Lessing, who's a forensic psychiatrist here in Kamloops. So um, our project has kind of evolved over the past few years. And where we're at now is that we're going to be putting forward a business case proposal to the Specialized Court Committee, which um, will then have to decide whether or not they want to approve uh, the court. And once we have approval, then we, and, and, and the report itself is based on, as I mentioned, all the various kind of interviews that we've done with stakeholders and consultations. And coming from that, we've come up with all these kind of specific recommendations around what the exact court would kind of look like. And We're very hopeful it will be approved in the near future and that then we can work on the implementation plan. And then I guess what uh, kind of is involved in an implementation plan? Is it finding a facility and where it could host these kinds of of, uh, court hearings that would take place through this or what sort of those next steps, I guess? That's a great question. So the next steps would be to kind of work with our advisory, an advisory committee um, and our plan is to have the court um, operating once a week um, and ensuring that it would be kind of a pre-charge program and a post-plea program. And we would have it here at the courthouse in Kamloops. So um, that's kind of what's been recommended by all the various stakeholders. The majority of them said it should be at, at the courthouse. And, and I think it will be a, kind of a process that includes a lot of evaluation and monitoring as the court as the court gets set up because we're also going to be collaborating and working with a number of different organizations who have expressed interest that they really want to work with us so that includes um, the RCMP the BC corrections that includes um, CMHA Elizabeth Fry the John Howard Society Ask Wellness Um, we have like a whole list of kind of really important stakeholders to um, also including um, interior health, of course, and our Indigenous community. So we've been trying to kind of gather support from as many various stakeholders as possible, and we have support from the mayor and so on. So um, we're just hopeful that the project will be approved, and then we can move forward uh, working and collaborating with all of our various um, supporters and kind of making this a reality. Uh, And and, and we think it, it, you know, hopefully we can get it implemented uh, relatively soon because even with, with the pandemic currently, um, we know what a disproportionate impact that's having on people who are experiencing mental health and substance use issues right now. Um, and so it's, it's just so much more important that we address those inequities and we address those issues and we have kind of an alternative specialized court that offers different options instead of kind of punitive consequences. 
All right, you were listening there to Dr. Ruby Dawn. She's an associate professor with the Faculty of Law at Thompson Rivers University.